Vagabond. Welcome back to episode 5 of our A to Z podcast of the coronavirus around the world. Today's letter is E, and we have chosen Egypt. As of today, there are 1,173 confirmed cases, 237 recovered cases, and 78 deaths. Its population is roughly 99 million people. It links Northeast Africa with the Middle East. In terms of its economy, the growth of GDP over the past five years, however, has been pretty healthy. The construction and energy sectors are the main engines of growth. Even as Egypt's coronavirus infection rate has continued to climb, the country has cracked down on journalists at a time when reporting on COVID-19 is crucial for maintaining public health. The Arab world's most populous nation currently has 865 cases, according to the country's health ministry. The infection rate is rising daily, a steady and ominous climb since the the first case was discovered in mid-February. The head of the Egyptian cabinet's crisis management chamber said the country will soon break 1,000 cases as as it likely enters the community transmission stage, making infection harder to control. Yet public information about the, disease, about the disease remains limited, as the Egyptian authorities have prioritized appearing in control of the problem over transparency. The government has enforced a nighttime curfew, banned large public gatherings, disinfected streets and public places, sh- shut houses of worship and schools, and attempted to reduce daily crowding on the Cairo metro. The scientists used epidemiological modeling to estimate that in early March, when Egypt officially had just three COVID-19 cases, the likely size of the outbreak was between 6,270 and 45,070 cases, with a median of 19,310. They later stressed that they believed the lower figure was probably closer to the true number. Egypt is a nation of 100 million people with an overwhelmingly young population, meaning that fewer people are likely to display symptoms of the virus. Egypt's health minister, Hela Zayed, stated just a week later that the country had conducted 25,000 tests. The country has continued to adopt a policy of only testing cases that meet specific symptomatic criteria even though a technical mission from the WHO declared in March that the country now has the capacity to test 200,000 cases. Egypt is notorious for its lack of press freedom, which currently ranks 163 out of 180 countries. On March 20th, there were reports that 15 individuals were, were arrested for spreading alleged false news about coronavirus, And recently, we received information of a doctor and a pharmaceutical worker arrested for a Facebook video and posts complaining about the lack of masks. The president of Egypt also stated that the government has earmarked 100 billion Egyptian pounds to fund the plan to confront the coronavirus. The military said that it has sterilized and disinfected public institutions and several squares in the capital Cairo and other cities to to stem the spread of the coronavirus. They have closed schools and universities, ordered cafes, restaurants, nightclubs, sporting clubs, and malls to 
to close by 7 p.m. and told many public sector employees to avoid the workplace. Additionally, Egypt halted air traffic until the end of March. Additionally, the country's religious authorities ordered the closure of all mosques and churches and banned communal prayer gatherings for at least two weeks. During his address, El-Sisi announced a number of economic measures, including reducing natural gas and electricity prices to industries and postponing repayment of loans for small and medium-sized companies. Other measures taken include the central bank's allocation of 20 billion Egyptian pounds to support the country's stock exchange. I just want to go back to something that we mentioned earlier was the fact that the Egyptian government was hiding some of these numbers. I find this really interesting because we we just talked about um, about two episodes ago about China and how they hid the information and how everyone was sort of beating up on them for that right but then there's countries like egypt who are clearly doing the same thing i mean we just saw that they arrested um they arrested a doctor for spreading false news right but i i mean i don't think that it was false news in fact i think it was the government trying to appear stronger than they really are but yeah i just think it's surprising that there's so many other countries that might be doing the same thing that we feared China was. And I think what contributes to how many people are blaming China for the origin of the coronavirus is because it's such a large country and there's already been tensions between many countries and China. Yes, and not only are they um, not only are they hiding some of the inf- this information, they're clearly taking action, but in terms of the number of cases and tests that are being in- administered, they're clearly falling b- below the their like ability to administer tests. They have the capacity to test 200,000 cases, like we said, but they're only doing 25,000. And so how many of these how many people in Egypt might potentially have coronavirus, but we don't know the real numbers because no one's being tested. And to add on to that, we already talked about how a majority of Egypt's population are the younger generation who don't show symptoms. And if they're only testing people who show symptoms, there's going to be a whole generation out there who might have coronavirus and they just wouldn't know that. So they won't be able to even take adequate measures to stop the spread of coronavirus as they don't know the real numbers within their own country. And I think what makes this whole situation with this virus so scary is that everything is of the, of the unknown. Every country is heading into uncharted territory and no one knows how to deal with this because this is something that hasn't really happened in the past. And in the past, when there has been plagues like this, there is no such thing as the technology we have today. So what makes us so scary is that we, we people aren't sure of what we're supposed to do because there are no guidelines or regulations. So this is it for today's podcast on Egypt. I look forward to talking about our next country for the letter F. This is Vina. This is Sophia. Thank you for joining us.